0: Welcome to the podcast Appetite for Life with me, Karen Kelly, keeping the spiel real as we discuss today's habitual lifestyle with various topics, the occasional guest, women in business and fun, interesting chat. Whether you're a stay-at-home parent, work from home, have a sleepy commute to the office or flying high around the globe, there's something for everyone and anything goes. But keep it clean, it's just everyday life and how we fill it, so tune in and pump up the volume. It's good to talk with an appetite for life. Welcome to this three-part mini-series, of Novels and Novellas. And in this second episode, The End Is Nigh, we're going to be talking about, okay, so what next? You finished your book, what comes next? So by now, you'll know what your book is about, where your story is set, you've built amazing characters to go with your amazing plot, and you're almost at the finish line. All you have to do is literally type the words... The end. Phew, almost done. Before we go any further though, you may not have given this too much thought, but something to consider is whether you're a novel writer or a novella. And do you know the difference? I'm not going to use the word normal as there's no such thing anymore, but generally a novel is around 80 to 100,000 words and a novella, which is more on the lines of a short story, is probably around 30,000 words. You do need to know so you and your publisher can find your place in the market. But also it's important to keep within the word count guidelines because the Publish it will always ask what your word count is. So once clear on where your word count should be, uh, you can then work towards either cutting it down or adding text where necessary. For example, when I first finished my book, it was about 122,000 words. It was really thick, practically two novels in one. So when I found a copy editor, she was saying, look, you really need to keep within the guidelines if you can and break it down. So it's now about 80,000 words. So basically, you need to make sure that you are—you know what you're writing. Is it a novel? Is it going to be a novella? And um, you can work from there. So how do we do it? Okay, so the first thing we're going to talk about is chapter summary. So what you need to do is work through each chapter, writing a short synopsis for each about what is happening or should be happening. Stay focused without going off on a tangent, as this is where the rambling comes in. If you steer away from the plot in a particular chapter, you're going to confuse the reader. And if you overwhelm with premature and overloaded scenes, you'll probably lose them. So just bin it. Not literally, but cut and paste and store the text as you can always insert somewhere else. Don't worry, it can be broken down and reused. Well, keep it safe, save it and log down what page it was on and how far down the page so you know where it came from. Now, I've got about um, the 364 pages in my book with about 35 chapters. So that took quite a bit of doing but really does help you. So make sure you do a chapter summary for each chapter. Okay, now we've covered this before. Check facts. This was mentioned in the first episode, but it's really important to double check everything, all the details, dates, names, incidents, characters, descriptions, tattoos, scars, birthdays, absolutely anything must be consistent with each character. So check your notes and don't second guess. You've got your notebook by your side. It's going to be with you whenever you write anything down about this book. Just revert back to it. Just refer to it and check all your details. Now, this next one, you might not like a fresh set of eyes. Now, we can all use the spell check and grammar function on a PC, but incorrect words or use of words can still be overlooked. So it's always wise to run a fresh pair of eyes over your work. Now, I'm not talking a friend or family member here as they may not wish to offend you. You need a copy editor or similar. It's worth the weight in gold. It's the only way, believe me. So be tough and prepare for constructive criticism and for possible changes to be made to your story. This is where the hard work begins and your novel comes alive. It's all about editing, then more editing, more and more and more editing, and then more editing. By the end of it, you'll hate your novel and be sick to death of it and will probably never ever want to read it again. Now, when I wrote my novel, I was so engrossed in the story. I loved writing. I was really involved with the characters and it was really exciting to return to it each day. Now, I used to go to bed at night. I used to think about it. I'd dream about it and I'd wake up with a a different plot or something else that could add to that character. And it was really, really exciting until we got to the editing stage. And believe me, I was so bored of it because you have to read it and read it and read it again. It's tedious, resulting in you probably become a little bored of it and really critical of your work. Just stop. Take a breath. If you read any book over and over again, you'd get bored. Of course you would. You'd be bored. You'd find problems with it. You'd be really picky about it and really critical. So be realistic here. You have to check any amendments amendments, to ensure that any flow of the story hasn't been interrupted. So going forward, once all these changes are made to your audience, excitement will grow as your characters bounce off the page and the words flow easily from cover to cover. Believe me. Get yourself a copy editor and she will honestly completely polish your novel and it will sound amazing. Another very important point here is whether your choice of words, phrases and sentences are politically Correct. I hate bringing this up, but the world has gone PC crazy. This in itself is another podcast. It's another talking point, but we have to go with it and make sure we don't offend. We never mean to offend, but somebody will find something somewhere that you've written and you really didn't mean it that way, but they will find a way to be offended by it. So remember those donuts. A moment on the lips is a lifetime on the hips. A wrong word or sentence will stay with you for life, no matter how good a writer you are. We're all just too afraid of saying the wrong thing. So just be aware, be careful, but your copy editor will help you with this. So other things to sort at this moment. Have you given your book a name? Has it got a title? So mine is Lillian White's Journey. Honestly, I can't remember where I got the title from. I knew it was related to a tampon, but I don't know in the first place why. Honestly, it was such a long time ago, but I knew I had this connection to a a tampon from years ago. Sorry, blokes. Sorry, blokes out there. So basically, the title of your book is very, very important because it's going to be with you forever. So get it right. First time. You may already know the title. You may have had it in your head for years and you build your story around it. Um, You've dreamt about it for years, but, but those who don't, here's something to think about. Consider the essence of your book. What gives it substance? What's essential to the tale? Think beginning, middle and the end. It should be captivating and mysterious and, and worth a double take really. So look over titles of books that you know well and have read maybe several times and think where that title of that book fits into the story that you know so well. The other thing to think about is, have you written a synopsis? This is really, really difficult. I wrote about a thousand of them. I've still got them. A copy editor can help with this. But what really helps is to refer back to the chapter summary we talked about earlier. Um, Read through the text of each chapter summary because that should flow now in a lovely order. And know anything that jumps out at you. Again, keep it interesting, mysterious. Exaggerate a little bit. Um, but it must flow. Use character names and once again, think beginning, middle and end. Once again, look over those same books that you've read and know really well. Read the synopsis again, because the penny will drop. You'll know the story and you'll think, oh yeah, that makes sense. I I know why they've put that there and picked those words out. So the penny will drop and you'll be on a roll. So that was part two of this three-part mini-series. So just to recap, you know what your book is about, where your story is set, you've built amazing characters, a great plot, and you just need to type the words, the end. So do a chapter summary, check all your facts, compare them to a little notebook, but promise me you'll get a copy editor As a fresh set of eyes to look over your work. You want a professional finish. You need a professional finish. So make sure you hire somebody. It will cost you money. Um, They all charge various amounts. Do your research, but it is definitely worth getting one. So you need a name for your book. You need a title. You need to make sure you've got a great synopsis. And then you're almost good to go. And by the end of it, you'll have a finished, polished, article which leaves us to the third and final episode of this three-part mini-series the finished article coming next you've been listening to an appetite for life with me karen kelly sponsored by dane bank dental practice where happiness starts with a smile if you have anything you wish to bring to my attention or discuss on this podcast then please get in touch you can email me karen kelly at btinternet.com. it's good to talk with an appetite for life